Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today I have a really exciting episode with Elle Harry. She's a number one international best-selling author and twin flame and ascension expert who helps people overcome fear, pain, self-sabotage in order to guide them toward their true nature of bliss and happiness. After she experienced her own twin flame journey, she left her career as a lawyer to help others navigate their own paths towards ascension. Now is the founder and CEO of El Harry Universal LLC and creator of the Be With Your Twin Flame and Mastery of Ascension Alchemy brands. She helps her students learn to unconditionally love themselves and manifest their greatest dreams. Her mission is driven by a passion to expand people's awareness of the truth of the twin flame journey and assist humanity's spiritual ascension on the global scale. So she's written four best-selling books, Twin Flames Exposed, Love Exposed, Yes, I Can, and Savvy Spirituality, The Sophisticated, Fun, and Fabulous Person's Ultimate Guide to Everlasting Happiness. She has been named to the prestigious Brains Global 500 list for 2020 alongside Vice President Kamala Harris and Elon Musk and the top 10 powerful women in 2021 on Yahoo Finance alongside Oprah. So for her expertise, she has been featured in Nikki Swift, M-E-A-W-W, and Elephant Journal, and more. So here's Elle. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it with her. So what is the biggest misconception of Twin Flames? Uh, probably that it's only about a romantic relationship. Um, and many people also misconstrue or get confused on the terminology of a twin flame and a soulmate. They're Mm -hmm. two separate things. um, But I think they're very often those words are used interchangeably. And, um, you know, that's, that's not actually the truth of the matter. (laughs) Right. So with soulmates, can somebody, I've heard this, I want to know if you've kind of gone into this as well. Can somebody steal or take someone else's soulmate? Um, Well, so yeah, so a soulmate is just what the word implies, which is a mate of your soul. So it's another soul. It's another being. And every living thing has a soul. So even like a pet can be a soulmate. (laughs) So, um, you know, there's varying degrees of soulmate. There's obviously the romantic lover, lover degree and kind of soulmate, but then family members are soulmates, friends are soulmates. And like I said, even animals and pets can be soulmates. So in that regard, um, you don't just have one soulmate. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, yes, many other people can be mates, soulmates with the same soulmates you are, if that that makes sense. But with a twin flame, you're the same exact Mm -hmm. soul. So no no one else can take, you know, can also be a twin flame with your twin flame. Only you and your twin flame share the same soul. Cool. So this is another question that I've heard a lot from people who had – listen to probably one of my first episodes about soulmates and twin flames, just like the basic definitions of what they are. Can somebody who is maybe like a narcissist or someone who is suffering from mental illness, can that be your twin flame or do they have to be of like the highest frequency? Can wh- How does that work exactly? No, yes. Um, yes, anyone can be your twin flame. Your twin mm-hmm. flame, um, you know, you share the same soul, but for example, you could be more um, spiritually enlightened consciously right. than your twin flame is um, and vice versa. I mean, that's, that's very common. That's usually how it happens. 
Um, So, yeah, they don't have to be vibrating at any kind of specific level or anything. And the twin flames don't share anything physical. The only thing they share is their soul, which is everything. But, you know, they don't have the same personality. They don't have to look alike. You know, anything that's physical um, or any mental levels or academic abilities or intelligence levels, IQ, anything like that, that's all. They don't share any of that. So they can be as different as night and day in terms of any of the physical attributes and very frequently are, well, for example. Well, can soulmates look alike? Some people say soulmates um, can look alike. You see a lot of married couples that kind of look like brother and sister. Sure. Like twins. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, anyone can. Twin flames can as well, you know, too, mm-hmm. but they don't have to. You know, it's not like, you know, a requirement, let's say. Requirement. Right. So why are most twin flame relationships really short-lived and toxic and there's so much pain in them? Yeah, that's because of the energies. It's because of what twin flames are and why um, that happens. So everyone has and is a twin flame and everyone has crossed paths with their twin flame in this lifetime and every lifetime. Um, There's billions of people out there probably married to their twin flames, living next door to their twin flames, working with their twin flames, et cetera. but at some point when the soul is ready, um, mm-hmm. the soul will recognize itself within the other body of the twin flame. You call that soul recognition, and that starts the twin flame journey. So there's, there's, everyone has a twin flame, but not everyone has started the twin flame journey yet. And in, until the twin flame journey begins, it, it's just like you're relating with anybody else, and that's fine. And so it's not necessarily short-lived or appearing toxic or anything. But once soul recognition happens and the soul recognizes itself within the other body of the twin flame, the twin flames, why they even are that way is because the soul needed to make two polar opposites of itself to assimilate here mm-hmm. into the third dimension. Because the third dimension is one of polarities and opposites. So one polarity is in one twin flame's body. The other polarity of the soul is in the other twin flame's body. And it's soul recognition. When the soul recognizes itself, those two polarities become activated and they start to build up. And that buildup causes the twin flames to be drawn together like magnets. You know, that's where they have the most amazing, um, you know, relationship. They feel like no one's ever got them like that. They feel like so connected. Mm-hmm. They feel like they found home, all this other great stuff. But then they, reaches, they build up those polarities until it reaches a tipping point where they then start manifesting physically. And how they manifest physically is in a push-pull dynamic. So one twin right. flame is a push polarity. And, and their energy is just focused and pushing out onto the other twin flame, where the other twin flame at the same time is a pull polarity. So at the same time that the one twin flame is pushing onto them, they're pulling away from the other twin flame. And the energy is just so strong. There's nothing, I mean, it's, neither of them are intentionally doing any of this. It's just, you know, it's just this energy that they are, that they have between them in their shared energetic field that's causing that to happen. And so, like, that's what, when we work with our students and stuff, to, to stop that, that push-pull is what, what we teach them to do, essentially, which is neutralize the, the polarity that's going on between them. I see. So that, that causes them to act like that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So would yeah. would people want to find their soulmate or their twin flame at the end of the day? Is it just easier to be with the soulmate? Yes. If you look, yes, for sure. I mean, if you if that's, you're looking for just you know a long term romantic you know loving mm-hmm. relationship, yes, a soulmate is the way to go. And you can go you know you can intentionally manifest a soulmate. You can um, mm-hmm. go you know obviously 
out and anyone you meet and cross paths with is, is a mate of your soul in some way, shape, or form to some degree. Right. So you can build and nurture relationships with a soulmate. With a twin flame, there's no choice in the matter. Um, yeah. You know, and the, once you do have soul recognition, and again, you can't choose to not to do that or not to do that. That's all up to the soul. It happens on the deepest subconscious level. No one's even aware when it happens. But as soon right. as that happens, your, your polarity is you're going to get into that push-pull dynamic. Um, and then that's where all the chaos seemingly happens and stuff. But it is a beautiful journey. You know, it's about more than just being in a, in a physical relationship with the twin flame. It's about that those push-pull um, polarities are showing a part of yourself that you're meant to see and you're meant to um, really accept without judgment, which is loving yourself. And that's really what the twin flame journey is about, is about loving yourself. Because you, the twin flame is you and they're showing you that part of yourself to love. Mm. I love that. So with twin flames, is there or are there like very big differences? Like maybe they live, you know, different countries in different countries or there's a massive age difference. Like what are the biggest signs someone could be your twin flame? Let's see someone listening to this and they're like, I think it's him. I think it's her, but I want to know. I want to get some information. Yeah, sure. So, um, First of all, the character traits, the differences like that, age differences, living on other parts of the planet, different religions where it matters, different races where it matters, mm-hmm. same sex when you weren't gay before, all those things are very common. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but those aren't necessarily signs. You can do you right. have the same thing with a soulmate. Um, yeah. What, what is, how you know the signs, and this is where it's, it's a lot misconstrued as well. The signs cannot mm-hmm. be, be felt or um, recognized when um, you're in you're in like the build-up stage where you're in like the getting along with each other stage and you're feeling so connected because you can actually, with a very closely resonant soulmate, feel just those same types of feelings. So it's not like the good, quote-unquote, good positive feelings where you can tell. The only way you can, you can really for sure know for signs that you're with your twin flame is once the energies mm-hmm. start, start doing the push-pull action. And the pull twin flame pulls away from the push twin flame the push twin flame is left there with three signs that like they're probably experiencing a twin flame journey. Number one is they are obsessed. Like the, the push energy controls the mind and remember it can only focus on the pull twin flame. So that's all the push twin flame can do is focus and on and obsess on the pull twin flame and what they're doing, saying, thinking, and feeling um, and with whom or whatever. Right. So that's the one thing really like obsession and you really can't focus on anything else. You don't recognize yourself and it, it, it makes you become almost dysfunctional in everyday life um, to a degree. Then the, the second thing is core wound pain. And that's some kind of pain within your, either your heart, your solar plexus or your sacral chakra. And the pain it, it's, yeah. And it, it goes on, it varies by a degree. So it can vary from anything from like, um, like a tightening or clenching um, all the way to like feeling like you've been like your soul's been ripped from your body and complete disembowelment and anywhere in between. But there's some kind of, you know, feeling an uncomfortable feeling in either your heart, your solar plexus or your sacral chakra. And that happens to be the part of your body where your um, push energy pushes out from you. So that would be the second sign. And the third sign is doubt. I mean, all the way to the end, you know, doubt is synonymous with fear and the push-pull energy is fear-based energy. So, um, you know, there's doubt all the way. Because even, you know, you work with the students and, and I did this as well, you know, and, and you're seeing how miraculous this journey is and that, you know, you're, you're working on your, your energy and um, you're loving yourself and all of that. And then 
your soul brings your twin flame back in after they, you know, they vowed never to want to be with you again, or they blocked you or whatever. And you still don't believe it. You're still like, no, there's no way like this is my twin. There's no way I'm on this twin flame journey. And that's what's going on. But you, you know, there's, there's just, there's always this little vestige of doubt all the way until, you know, your fear is pretty much balanced totally regarding your twin flame. So there's those, those are the three signs really. Wow. Um, they're not like the happiest of, of signs, but that's what, that's really what how you can tell. So if you're experiencing all those things right now with somebody in a relationship, it's a good sign that they're your twin flame. Yes, it's a very good sign. In fact, um, wow. I think there's so many people experiencing a twin flame journey and they just don't realize it because there's a lot of people out there who just can't get over exes. You know, they can't move on. They're just so heartbroken. They're just so destroyed by a breakup and devastated and really can't focus on other things. And I really think a lot of most of those people are probably experiencing this twin flame journey, but they haven't come across it yet, maybe, or they just, yeah, you know, haven't thought to look to in a spiritual <laughs> way about it. You're yeah. talking to her. <laughs> That's oh, okay. Yeah, I know. But when you say like the push and pull aspect, is that the runner and chaser? Because I feel like those words are brought up more when it comes to twin flame. Is it is it the same thing? Um, I think that's what the people who say runner and chaser are alluding to, but I don't, mm-hmm. my teacher did refuse to call it that and said that's not what's going on. Because here's okay. the thing, looking at it on the physical level, yes, it looks like maybe one is running away from the other one and the other one's chasing them and it could, it could very well play out that way. It doesn't have to. In fact, these energies are so um, deep and subconscious that the push energy, even though it's pushing deeply subconsciously, the push the push twin flame can actually physically pull away, you know, mm. but they're doing it with a focus on, on the um, pull twin flame, right. They're doing it to get some kind of reaction or something like that. Right. Or just to like move yeah. on or get over the, but the, the focus is still on the pull, pull twin flame, but you know, so it, it, looking at it physically, you can't do this journey from the physical level. This journey must be approached from the level of the soul because it is a soul journey. Then that, that's what the point of it is. Um, the physical stuff, you know, if you want to have a physical relationship with your twin flame and stuff, that's the icing mm-hmm. on the top, you know, but that's not what this journey is about. So it's, this journey is about to get you to look at yourself on the spiritual soul level. And um, so re- describing it as runner and chaser is really not what's going on. It's just a push pull of energy. Um, and like I said, you know, how it plays out physically, it doesn't necessarily mean one has to run and one has to chase. And remember, they're not intentionally doing it either. So it's, it's, mm. it sounds like runner and chasers kind of intentionally doing it with each other. The twin flames aren't intentionally doing any of this. They don't, most of them, I mean, until they come looking for help. And it's usually the push twin flame that comes looking for the help, by the way, because they're the ones who can focus on it. Right. right. The pull twin flame just kind of like ghosts and disappears or gets, you know, comes back around, circles back around in this like, you know, almost really like toxic looking um, relating dynamic where they're in and out and back and forth. So there's two dynamics with the twin flames. One is just, you know, the pull just leaves ghosts, disappears, and the other one is where they keep coming and going and back and forth. And usually a lot of times that's when, like, the twin flames are married to other people or something and they keep going back to, like, yeah. another spouse or something like that. But regardless, they're not doing anything intentionally to run away from you. Like, you know, the twin flames both desire each other, but it's just the energy, the underlying energy makes it impossible for the soul's two physical bodies to come together until – that push-pull is neutralized and balanced out, and then the soul can bring its two physical bodies together again peacefully <laughs> and without all the drama and fear-based energy and all of that. 
So if somebody wants to attract their twin flame right now, what can they do that hasn't been, you know, said a million times? Like just increase, just increase your frequency, just vibe high. Like what else can they do that probably a lot of people don't know about? Well, you can't unintentionally attract your twin flame. That's another thing because remember, doing so to intentionally manifest, to intentionally attract, to try to meditate and get them to telepathize or whatever, any of that, mm-hmm. that's all putting a focus onto the physical be- form of your twin flame coming to you. And once you do that, that's push energy. And remember, the, on the other end of your push energy is your twin flame. So you, can, you can't do that. It doesn't work with twin flames. It works with everything and everyone else, but it doesn't right. work with twin flames. Just think about it. The twin flame is you. It's your own soul. You don't need to go looking outside of you to find yourself. You have to do it within. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the, the bridge to get your twin flame is to become more aligned with your own soul. And that's exactly. like shifting energetically into your own soul. And that's when your twin flame will appear. But most people already cross paths with their twin flames. They just don't know their twin flames because they haven't had yet soul recognition. Mm. Is there like a certain age or something or is that just like a myth because i don't know where it was that i read you'll probably encounter by like the age of like 22 23 like at least two soulmates something like that i think that's below me right oh um yeah because i mean everyone yeah. i mean you were born yeah. into a family your soul family your soulmate, right, right, right. you know <laughs> like so your family members yeah, like romantic. i should have said romantic oh um yeah well anyone that you resonate with romantically um you know, is a soulmate of one degree or another. So, I mean, even like your crushes in like, you know, fifth grade or whatever, <laughs> you know, that was a soulmate of some, to some degree. Um, and with the twin so flames, there's mentor. no age at all. Yeah, I'm with sorry, twin flames, there's no age. But with your mentor, do you, did you, could you say that they were your soulmate in a way because they taught you about this? Tell us about your oh, mentor. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. She was my soulmate. My soul definitely led her to me. <laughs> um, yeah. I was on the floor for six months in my twin flame journey. I was the worst my teacher had ever seen um, I, that I had ever worked with since. Um, I was, yeah, I was a puddle on the floor for six months. I Back then, it was eight years ago. And really, twin flames wasn't even a word in, in the spiritual right. circles because I consulted like, thir- like 13 different psychics and spiritual advisors, tried to a voodoo mambo trying to cut the cord, like all this. Obviously, you can't cut the cord because it's you. But, you know, no one knew that. No one mentioned that. And finally, I called into a psychic call-in line, and the lady on there told me, um, she mentioned twin flames. Then I could Google twin flames, and up popped two things, only two things (laughs) at that time on Google. And one of them was my teacher, who became my teacher, Leora. And she was in Australia, and I signed up to work with her. And I worked with her. Uh, this was six months. I couldn't function. I, could, I was a single mom, newly divorced. I couldn't even function. And um, within two weeks of working with her, I was functioning. Within 30, like a month, I was happy, normal, whatever. Within three months, my twin flame came back blowing up my phone um, after he had totally blocked me, moved in with someone else, you know, told me to have off, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, but I still worked with my teacher every day for like two years. Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, the twin flame journey is really a part of the ascension process. Um, yeah. Ascension is when we will be completely fearless, when we would have alchemized um, all of our fear-based energy. And the twin flame journey is just teaching us how to do that regarding ourselves, which is our twin flame. And so that's, the, that's we have to do it with ourselves as well as everything else. So that's part of the ascension process. And so I just learned more about ascension and all that with her. And I'm so glad I did. She passed on like two years after I started working with her. And that's when, you know, after that's what 
why I wrote the book. I wrote my book, Twin Flames Exposed, and I self-published it on Amazon. And from that, all these people started reaching out to me, please help, please help. And so that's how this all, that's how I even became a teacher. I, I mean, this wasn't, I was a lawyer before all <laughs> my twin flame journey. Like this is not in my, I didn't think in my wheelhouse or anything I planned yeah. to do. But I just did it as, really, I wrote the book as like, you know, an homage to her and to help other people because since she wasn't no longer here to do that. And then, um, I don't know, the rest just kind of took care of itself. They say, you don't find your purpose, your purpose finds you. I mean, yeah, I can attest I that for sure. That is such a nice story. Oh. So what's next for the, are you going to implement anything else into your teachings, like any other healing modalities? Is there anything else that interests you that you'd like to know more about? Um, I mean, I have another, another one for people not experiencing the twin journey because the same type mm-hmm. of soul work that we, we teach the people experiencing the twin journey actually helps in all areas of their life. And so I, I, we have one called Mastery of Ascension Alchemy, which is just which is not twin flame related, but it's to help all areas of your life because there's fear-based energy regarding everything and everyone. And you know, the the more that we alchemize that fear and transmute it, it gets transmuted into love because love's the higher vibration. And there's universal law, um, the universal law of um, the perpetual transmutation of energy, which says that the higher higher vibration energies, you know they transmute the lower vibration energies into themselves. So love, fear is always transmuted into love when it's transmuted. And when you do that, you shift closer into alignment with your truth, which is your soul. And your soul is everything you desire, right? It's love, it's abundance, it's peace, it's joy, it's your purpose, it's your true passions. And so uh, as you shift closer into that, you see all of those things start <laughs> coming into your physical life. And you don't have to be on a twin flame journey to do that basic work. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we have, I have that available. Um, and, you know, otherwise for this work, no, I, I mean, personally, I just, um, mm-hmm. I helped start a, a nutrition supplement company with cup supplements oh, to help awesome. people who are experiencing, yeah, the, the symptoms of spiritual ascension and the twin flame journey. There's physical symptoms that actually anyone on a spiritual journey, not That's just cool. for twin flame journey, um, you know, experience. Um, and, you know, so we, we started a supplement company called the Lyle Life, which, um, you know, are, are catered and designed to help people with those symptoms and stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see whatever comes in next. <laughs> that is this really is cool. So you basically help people, like, if they're experiencing sacral and solar plexus pain, like these supplements can help them with the pain? Yeah, with the pain I talked about earlier, the core wound pain. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we have one yeah. called Cool Cat, which is for that because that pain. Remember, it's where the push energy is is basically yeah. seated in your body and, and pushes out from your body. From and when it's in there, the push energy is fear based, and so it's very you know it's fear is synonymous with anxiety and um, yeah. nervousness. Yes, and so we have yeah. one called Cool Cat, and it has like you know aptogens in it, and um, you know we also have one called Blissful Babe, which is another one, and that also has aptogen um, ashwagandha so that that helps with that but um again that's just you know it's helpful and for more immediate relief but it doesn't it doesn't take the place of doing the necessary soul work which is why you're having these this pain and discomfort to begin with it's your soul waking you up you know like it's time you know check me out look at me here i am i'm you and i'm perfect and i'm amazing and i'm beautiful and miraculous and it's time that you know you get, you love me, you know, that's really what it's about. That's why there's pain. I love that. So let's say the first, what is the first thing you 
do with a client who comes uh, to your program? Do you tell them, hey, just like cut this person off right away? Like what's the first step? What do we do? Um, okay, so the first thing is, uh, well, we ask them to um, clear their cup, empty their, you know, okay. empty their cup, clear their plate, clear their mind of everything they've heard of Twin Flames, because 99% of it out there is is not true, or it's, you know, misconstrued, or just, you know, and it's very confusing. The most thing is, like, all this, you know, fear is also confusion, it's chaos. <laughs> so it's like, you know, people come to us so confused, and there's no wonder, I mean, because there's so much misleading information out there that's not helping at all. Um, so that's the first thing you do, you know, clear, clear it out, clear it out. Just forget everything you said, start with a fresh, clean slate. Even if it's just for this, this, you know, this, the time you're in this program, just, you know, do that for yourself. And then, um, yes, we have them reset their intention, their intention. Everyone comes with us wanting to get back together with their twin flame usually. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but the, the intent that cannot be the intention. Yes. Your soul wants you to be with your twin flame. Every universe knows we know that. So, but you need to get it out of your head that that's why you're doing it. Cause remember that's focusing on your twin flame. And as long as you're doing that, your twin flame is going to be pulling away from that. So it's, you can't, you can't get, you can't be with your twin flame physically as long as you're focusing on them like that. So to do the program, you need to like, just be like, okay. It, everyone knows I want to be like to explain that's fine the universe knows my soul knows I don't need to like have it in my head that that's why I'm doing this I need to do this for myself to feel better so they never feel like crap again to get my power back to realize my most beautiful miraculous amazing perfect self because that's what you, you are that's what we all are our souls are amazing it's, it's the most powerful energy that exists in the universe next to source energy you know and it's to create anything it's miraculous <laughs> It really is. And I mean, I just see that every day with more and more students. I saw that with myself and my own journey. It's just miraculous who we are on the, as a soul. And um, the soul really is orchestrating everything in our lives. So, you know, it, we, we really like get them straight on resetting their intention for doing it. And then we help them get out of their minds and stop the obsessive thoughts. And, um, you know, just, yeah, yeah, it is because that was like a big thing. I mean, it's for everyone, but you know, it's really hard when you have those recurring obsessive thoughts. There's usually one or two thoughts that you just can't get over about your twin flame. You know, like, like if your twin flame left you like mine did and moved in with someone else, like, oh, well, he never really cared about me. He never really loved me. You know, <laughs> like he was lying. He, there's no way he'll ever be with me again. Like all this, you know, and it's just that I just couldn't get over that, you know. And, you know, yeah. so it's the way of stopping that obsessive thought and getting out of your mind about that and just you find so much peace there and clarity. And then once you do that, and only once you do that, that deactivates the core wound pain. And then once that's deactivated, that's when you can actually work with and feel your soul energy. But it's, you, can't, you can't even feel and get in touch with your soul energy when you have core wound pain going on because that, you know, that feeling is so much stronger than the soul energy at first. Soul energy is very subtle at first. And we teach people how to access it and where to find it and, you know, how to balance it and really maneuver it, um, you know, to when they relate with others and with their twin flames. And it just allows them to shift closer into alignment with their soul and everything they desire. And it balances out the fear-based push-pull energy that goes on with them and their twin flames. And then their soul is able to then bring them, their, bring its two physical bodies back together again. So, you know, but it's a process. It is a process. Yeah. It's not, it's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a learning process. The journey is the destination, you know. Very true. So how does it feel to come out on the other side once you found your yours and 
you just like stepped into this? Like, how does it feel? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it, it feels like nothing you can describe actually, because right. when when you relate with your twin flame again in that in that state, it's complete fearlessness. And it has to be. As soon as any fear-based energy comes back in, which it's, you know, our fear-based energy is there. It's natural. There's a point for it. It's a part of ourselves. And we need to see it. And that's why the twin flame, the pull twin flame plays a role here. They're, they don't know it, but their role is every time they come in, their soul brings them in back into your physical life. Until you're completely balanced regarding the fear-based energy, you're going to have another fear-based energy reaction. But that's fine because you're meant to see that. You know, the twin flame keeps showing you more of your energy that you're meant to see and then alchemize and into love, right? And transmute it into love. So that's, you know, that's what happens. It's a process. And that is the point of the journey. The journey isn't the point just to, oh, let me magnetize my twin flame back and be with them forever. I mean, yes, yeah. you can do that. That can totally happen. But, you know, there's a process to get there. And that, that cannot, again, be the intention. It can't be the goal ever. And once it shifts, shifts to that, then, you know, your twin flame will be gone again because, you know, that's fear-based energy. But when you have no fear-based energy there and you're able to maintain the balance of the push-pull, it's like nothing, like you, like you can't even describe it because actually there's no other, there's no other, where the level of human consciousness is right now, we can't be completely fearless with anyone else. Um, maybe we can if we know what we're doing, but the other person won't be. You know what I mean? But with the twin flames, it only takes one twin flame to balance out for both. So, the, say the push twin flame, which is the ones who usually come looking for the help and who we work with, um, they balance out the push, their push energy regarding their twin flame. It balances out the pull for the twin flame as well. So there's no more put, without push, you can't have pull. So it neutralizes the shared energetic field of the twin flame. And so it's complete fearlessness, which is total love. That is that is unconditional love. But we don't have that with anyone. I know people say they unconditionally love their kids and stuff. And I have kids too, believe me. I mean, I would do anything for them. But there's still fear-based energy in there. I mean, there just yeah. is because the level of human consciousness, that's just where we are. And that's fine. That's perfect. <laughs> that's where we are. But, you know, it, but with the twin flames, it can't be that. It has to be complete fearlessness. And there's just no other person or relationship we've ever felt that with ever. And so it's very, um, it's very tender very very i'd like to say sweet almost um uh-huh. you know there's no drama no no manipulation no even like really like flirtation type stuff going on you know it's you don't try to get anything from the other person at all and that's even a reaction out of them from anything you know right there that's fear-based energy so they'd be gone you know what i mean it sounds and it sounds like yeah. some people are like that sounds boring <laughs> but it's just it just no, is and it's beautiful and comforting. you don't even need a lot of words you know you don't need to like communicate in words a lot you can just be in each other's presence and and other people yeah. notice too they're like wow <laughs> I mean it's just it's it's really it is beautiful it's peaceful it's a peaceful mm, relating it's like, like you can't have that's with true. other people that's, that's the only way I can really describe lot, it and to think a lot of people thought that hey like not all of us reincarnate with a twin flame that we have to reach some kind of really high level of frequency to have that but no it's real no. it's true mm-hmm. and you oh, basically yeah. you beautifully explained it to us so thank you so much where can everybody find your books and get to your program if they want to get on it well um, thank you um yeah you can find all that on our website be with your twin flame.com um we also have a lot of awesome videos and content on our YouTube channel, Be With Your Twin Flame, as well as our Instagram, at Be With Your Twin Flame. And we have a new podcast, Twin Flame Truth. 
and wherever you get your podcasts. And you know, the, my book, Twin Flames Exposed, um, can you can just buy it on Amazon. It's also available there. So, you know, any of those places. Thank you so much, Elle, for coming on. Good luck with everything. Thank you. And we'll be- so obviously, I really connected to what Elle said, and having doubts on a twin flame journey is really, really common. It's one of the most vital aspects. So if anyone is having a doubt whether or not they are with their twin flame or um, their twin flame and them have certain issues, it's completely normal for genuine twin flames going through this phase of having doubt makes their understanding stronger. So when you have a doubt, you start seeking answers. So in that process, you learn to let go the logical analysis of your thinking and after all that mess agony distress uncertainty you again come to a point where you truly believe that this person is your twin flame so this kind of doubting and overcoming this doubt cycle this happens quite a few times which eventually makes you reach out to a place where you do not need any validation for being a twin flame or someone being your twin flame you just know it So just go with the flow. And sometimes after a long history of dating where you um, have been hurt and just disappointed, when you finally meet your twin flame, part of you says, is this real? Is this really happening? Am I worthy of this? And you are. Back to Sherry in a second, but I just wanted to talk about my favorite vitamins by Mary Ruth's. I love to have the apricot, peach, and mango vitamin D gummies. They are delicious. And I know everybody has seen all these influencers getting these lymphatic drainage massages. Why not start with an amazing supplement in drop form? The lymphatic drops are also awesome. And I just got some new products that I'm going to try that I'm excited to, um, you know, implement into my diet. And if you guys want a code, it's Mary Ruth. You just go to their website, Mary Ruth Organics. It's an amazing company. It's all vegan, all natural, delicious. Use code Mary Ruth at checkout for a discount. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder. If you like what you're listening to, if you like my content, if you like my podcast episodes, I really appreciate ratings on Apple, reviews, subscribe, share to your friends, family, anyone you really think would benefit it. And thank you always for the support.